Welcome back, Double Teamed Fam. How are we doing today? Today, we welcome ASMR Daddy, aka Rick, who is an artist, sex worker, writer, deviant, and Tarantino fan. Shout out to all of our other people who love it. From Australia, who started making respectfully disrespectful audio porn for a sexually frustrated female friend during the first Melbourne pandemic lockdown. And then, well, ASMR daddy was born. So how are you doing today? I am doing amazing and it's an absolute pleasure to be here. I've been looking forward to this for such a long time. Oh, that makes me blush when you say that. Because it's it's wonderful meeting you and seeing your face. I, I feel honored. I know. We get the pleasure of seeing you as well. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and listening to you. <laughs> it's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. But yeah, so today we wanted to talk about, well, A, like your audio porn journey, of course, but also like, I feel like when it comes to, you know, especially BDSM tone, your voice, how you command, you know, and the power of words is just so important because it's Mm. really going to help build, you know, you have to you know, say the right things to build that good, healthy dynamic. It helps. Yeah. And the scene too. So, and I think, you know, in part, and that's why I always say like BDSM is art. You do have to have that, that creativity, that words and everything. Yeah, exactly. Bring that draw in. So I feel like there's a lot to discuss there. I have a question before we kind of dive into everything. So are you on OnlyFans? Like what platforms do you use for the audio porn? Like, are we talking Pornhub? I'm curious because I... Pornhub, yeah. I wasn't sure. I didn't know. I didn't know that Pornhub had audio porn. So tell us more. Yeah, look, it very much started on Pornhub. That was where I really started building the ASMR daddy name, I guess. I am also on OnlyFans, but OnlyFans is really interesting because it really does primarily have a male audience. I've never really found like a a community there, I guess, but Pornhub has been amazing for that. But yeah, and then I look, because I am audio, I exist in a very gray area where I can actually have a Patreon and I've really found Patreon amazing in terms of connecting with that community as well. So Patreon is kind of like the main place now. Pornhub is where a lot of people discover me. And out of the Patreon, I also have a Discord now. And the Discord community is amazing. I'd love to talk about that as well. Sure. Oh, well, um, th- tell me more about Discord because I'm still like, I, I don't know. Mentioned it. I don't know enough about it. Yeah. It is very much like a, it still has that reputation as being like a, a place and a hub for gamers. And and it is like, that's its primary okay. kind of what, who it's after. But it's just this really amazing kind of, it's like a clubhouse, right? You, mine, the Ace of My Daddy one has built out and there's like 
30 different rooms. They're all kind of themed. There's rooms for like memes. There's rooms for sharing pictures of your, your, your pets. There's rooms that are just like, oh, like I'm just getting into, you know, BDSM and I, I want to ask some questions of the community about power dynamics. Like this has happened or this has happened. Yeah, it's amazing. Like it feels like an old school kind of forum, but I really love it. And you can share everything there. Like, you know, I'll drop like little voice messages, you know, every now and again. Yeah, Discord's really great like that. It feels like an online clubhouse. I love that. Of all of them are like, do they give you a lot of creative freedom? Like they don't censor you in any ways. Like I know like on Instagram, for example, you know, people struggle with like sex content. So, you know, like on Discord and obviously Pornhub is probably a fair game, but like, or Patreon even like, do you find you can post the things that you want to say pretty easily? I can always post what I want to say, but like each of the platforms has a level of censorship kind of built in. So Patreon, I have been roused on by Patreon. Like they've pulled me up and they've been, okay, so there are some photos here you might need to take down. And they, I I love it because- (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like somebody at Patreon literally had to go through my Patreon and was like, this one's too naughty. This one's too naughty. This one's okay. <laughs> but they were really amazing about it. And I'm like, okay, I'll get rid of this one, this one. Thank you, Jonathan. I really appreciate all your support. <laughs> Discord. Discord's an interesting one. Would you like Just- to pee? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can give you one Would month you like free, to pee Jonathan. For the photos, Jonathan? <laughs> <laughs> And Discord's an interesting one because, yeah, there has been a fair bit of talk about them cracking down on adult content. Microsoft was looking at buying them at one point and the same way that OnlyFans kind of had that crackdown. It looked like that was going Mm. to happen on the platform, but it's been pretty, they've been supportive of adult content for the last kind of like year. So we'll see what happens. I definitely hope there's more of like a push to accept adult content and sex content more freely and willingly just because like there are so many great creators out there trying to put good content in relation to sex and and sex work. I understand, you know, when you have kids who have access to all of this, like there's a reason why they want to do it. But to some extent, like, don't we have the technology to be able to kind of like maybe put it in place to where like for certain viewers, like it's available and for others, it isn't. So I don't know. I'm hoping that as we continue to progress, maybe we can we can find a way to find a good balance so that we're not all constantly like worrying about, you know, the next time our Instagrams get deleted. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm always kind of advocating. You've probably seen my Instagram. I'm always railing against like, you know, censorship and um, I'm very skeptical of, you know, Zuckerberg's empire and it, and the way it kind of really blanketly without any kind of nuance just goes, you know what? Anything that's even slightly salacious is just like, it's not valid. And I think that's just ridiculous. So yeah, I'm, I'm really hopeful that as well. I agree. And I mean, I could go on this topic for hours because I just saw something about how Facebook isn't very open to any non-monogamous content, but I I will digress for the sake of like the other things that we want to get into here. (laughs) So I'm curious, you know, and when it comes to the content that you create, like what do people gravitate towards? Like, are there certain, you know, kind of genres within your audio porn or certain like sounds like what are the things that people tend to like really gravitate towards or like the most? In a very broad sense, I think a lot of people start looking for kind of that BDSM content, right? And I think a lot of people are attracted to what I produce is because it it strips away the visuals, the audio in and of itself. And it's part of the reason that I'm really passionate about it is 
it allows for imagination. Like it, it engages you on a level where it's like, oh, okay, I have to kind of participate in this. I'm not just kind of being spoon fed. And you can fill in the gaps with your own fantasy. And I think that's really powerful. Like, like you were saying before, right? One of the reasons that I love like kink is that it is, it's just this amazing creative space where you are being creative. And I think like a lot of mainstream porn, it just spoon feeds you like what is sexy and and especially when you have the visuals and i think like the visuals can be really dangerous in a way as well right because i mean it's usually a cishet white male going hey this is what's sexy and it's it's a very narrow kind of view of what sexy is so I think first and foremost, and this is what I hear from people who like sign up or or get in contact with me, it's the fact that, oh my God, just the audio alone, like makes me feel so much more present, like with the actual content and I feel more engaged. So I think that's a part, like I think broadly. And then, yeah, just being audio is something that, that people are really attracted to. Yeah, look, I mean, I think it's because I also come from a place of, you know, like I really care about about power dynamics and, and representing them faithfully and porn, mainstream porn just really doesn't do a good job of that either. So, you know, like having the yin and yang of the dominance and the degrading, but also making sure the aftercare is there. You know, you hardly ever see aftercare in a lot of mainstream porn. And I really wanted to make sure that you have that too, because you need both sides. You have to have that kind of the, the yin and the yang of it. And I, it was something that I always found was missing in audio porn that I, I heard previously, or especially in like the visual stuff is having both sides of it. Like I've, I've heard people say that, you know, oh, I've just had a really bad day. So I just, I went and listened to one of your aftercare audios or I like, you know, at the end of one of your audios, there's such, there's like an aftercare part that I love. So I just always skip ahead to like, you know, 15 minutes and, and I just listen to that. So yeah, like I think that's a big part of it too. The fact that I really care about reflecting power dynamics in a healthy way and having both sides. I love that. I love what you said about how, you know, people are more present because they do have to use your imagination. Because I was curious. I'm like, I wonder if people really go more or like connect more with like the sound and like their imagination in relation to the sound or like the actual like words and the content, like the things you're speaking of. Like I'd be, maybe that's, you know, that's different for everybody, but I'd be really curious to see like what people kind of tend to connect with more. And I'm sure maybe you have seen like with the people that give you feedback and whatnot, like sometimes it's the sound and your voice and like the soothing and silkiness of it. Or other times it's like, you know, the content and the words and, you know, the sexy scenarios, that kind of thing. I'm putting soothing and silky on my business card. Oh, it also just makes <laughs> soothing, me think- Soothing and silky, now on my business card. Smooth and silky, yes, I like Sorry. it. Smooth and silky. Yes. Trademark it. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, I feel like now the porn I watch feels like I'm not being present enough. When you mentioned that, I, you know, I had to think for a minute. I'm like, wait a minute, you're right. If I'm looking at a screen and I'm like, as you said, they're spoon feeding it to me, then there's no imagination. So I'm like, hmm, I'm missing out. Yeah. And I didn't even know Pornhub had audio content. That's why I'm like, I, my mind is blown right now. I'm going to go check it out because I sometimes I like the imagination, but the, I think the sound is what can like really connect your mind and the fantasy behind it just because it is something like tangible. You're not just like sitting there in the quiet, like trying to like dream up a scenario while you're like masturbating, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A really good example of it is, you know, so in a lot of my audio, I will ask for a response, right? I'll be like, say thank you, daddy. And like so many people 
tell me that like, oh my God, like I was just listening and all of a sudden I, I'm just responding to you. Like I'm talking out loud, like while listening. And I think that's a really good example of the fact that you are engaged. Like if all of a sudden there's like a back and forth, like an actual dialogue that's happening, then it's t- kind of like pressed a button for you. I love that. That's a, yeah. For you to kind of like really bring it full circle with not just like the sound and, and their imagination, but also like the instructions and like making them feel even more connected to it. That just sounds like the trifecta of content, if that makes sense. Well, and it also makes me think, I was at a play party a few weeks ago and this rigger tied me up and he put the ropes over my eyes. I couldn't see anything. And then all of it was based on, you know, what he was saying to me in my ear. And it really, that was the first time that I had experienced that. I mean, usually like I've done like blindfold, like, slightly minimally not really in bdsm before and once i did that i was i was like holy cow this is like next level and it is a really a new way to connect now i need to add it to my masturbation okay i know that's what i'm saying i'm like i've been this 28 years and not once did i think to add audio porn um so i wanted to ask when it comes to like the content as you go to like prepare for it like, do you do anything specific for like your throat, like your voice checks, like those kind of things? Like all the time, you know, before we record, Kimi and I sit there and we're like, <clears throat> you know, like <laughs> it's not the cutest sound, <laughs> you know, but we're like, we're trying to prepare our voices so that like we sound good, you know, so that, and we've had people before that personally, I hate my voice, but like, I remember one time someone on TikTok was like, this sounds so good. And so like, I, you know, I wanted to sound good. So like, I, I'm curious, like, do you have a routine or anything to prepare yourself before you record? I a hundred percent don't. I probably should. Like I probably should have some sort of routine and run through things. But it's funny because even when I started this, like I didn't really think it would be a thing, right? Like this all began because during lockdown, a friend of mine who used to be like a play partner and we're really close and we were on a Zoom call and she was just like, I'm just, I'm over porn. It's all terrible. It's useless. I can't get off. Like, and you know, we had a really long lockdowns here. They were very sexually frustrating for a lot of people. And she was just like, look, can you just send me like some dirty audio messages? Like she knew that I love talking dirty. She experienced it. She's like, just please send me some dirty audio. And so I just, I just randomly grabbed, like this was on my phone. I just grabbed my phone and I recorded a bunch of things, sent them off to her and didn't even think about it. And she was the reason this all began. Like she, you know, like, like two weeks later, she was like, look, don't get mad. I should have asked for consent, but I sent it around. I sent it to the girls in the group chat. And now we have requests, but like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Seriously. And she's the one who like really was like, look, it is a public service. You need to put this out in the wild, like go and put it out somewhere. And now she calls herself my manager. But <laughs> This is phenomenal. <laughs> um, like it, I literally still record to this day as kind of as haphazard as that first time. Like, I mean, I have better microphones now, obviously, but there are times I don't I'm so haphazard about it. Like I I record kind of when I'm in the mood. Like I don't try to treat this like a job. Like I get most of my ideas from the community, like people who subscribe on the Patreon. Like I'm always like, hey, what's turning you on? I'm always trying to take ideas and instead of just, you know, pushing what I think is sexy. So I take those ideas. And then when I'm all of a sudden, when I just, I'm, I'm in the mood, I'll just grab a microphone and record, right? Like one of the recordings that people love the most 
was a recording I made when I was quite hungover and I just grabbed the microphone by the bed, recorded. My voice sounds so gravelly and like, oh God, you go and drink some water or have a throat lozenge. But that was like one of the, everyone's just like, oh my God, this one, I love this one. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like Tom Waits. Like the worse my voice is, the more popular the recording is. So I don't know. Damn, you're really out here just raw dogging that. I'm jealous. I know. I think that's great. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I love that you said that you do it when it comes like, you know, natural to you because I... Authenticity. Yeah, the authenticity, the organicness of it. I agree with that because sometimes there have definitely been times where like I've gone into something and like it feels forced in a way and I'm doing it like because I have, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And so like with anything now or you know i decided this a while back and, and i've kind of been on that journey i'm like i want to do it when it feels authentic so like there have been times for example where like you know if i wasn't feeling it i'll be like look i like a recording or something or like something like in my personal life like a date or sex or something like that i'm like if i'm not feeling it like i want to honor myself and be like just can't do it right yeah. now or like even social events so yeah I, I think for everyone especially creators when it comes to creating like if you're not feeling it just try the next day or whenever the mood strikes you and you feel creative like go do it but if you force it too often like it's just not in the end it doesn't work out wait so do you masturbate i 100 percent. like too <laughs> yeah like there are like i would say maybe like 80 90 percent of them i probably am masturbating so yeah <sighs> Like, it's a big part, like, I, what you were saying before is totally bang on, right? Like, I think so much of porn and erotica is performative. It's, all right, well, you know, like, I'm going to put my porn shirt on and sit down at the porn desk and now I'm going to make some. And this is just f for me personally. I've done that before and I can tell the difference in the recordings. And I think even I've had some people who have been listening to all of my stuff and they've called out those 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 recordings before. They go, that one didn't hit. Like there was something different about that one. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like you can hear it when I'm not there, when I'm like, oh, okay, I have to, oh God, I haven't put out a recording for two weeks. I better sit down and make one. And this something that that organic nature of it is kind of lost and like I don't script anything like I have a an idea and a few places I think I want to take it and then it's just improvised so the fact that people can hear when I am being performative I'm like well I'm going to honor that like I want to make sure that it is organic that it is real and I am present in it as well so yeah that's neat I love that I and think it, that's beautiful yeah I mean, I think it shows, you know, it like speaks to who you are as a creator in a way and for you to like give your space to like allow it to come organically. Um, and your come. imagination. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I mean, well, and as you said, you're a writer, you're an artist. I just want in on your brain for like, you know, one day. I think, I think that's beautiful. And especially when it comes to the audio aspect of it, as you said, you're improvising, like, holy cow. I think that's beautiful. I'm really curious if in listening to your audio and your content, if that's like help people kind of where with their imagination and with their dirty talk or their like relationship to sounds during sex, because I think a lot of us kind of discount that we kind of discount the importance of words and sounds whether it be like in porn like in masturbation or like in partnered sex so i'd be really curious to see like if any of your listeners if that's like helped them in a way have you gotten that feedback 
Look, I think one of the reasons, like if you when you boil it down to its bare bones, is why the audio is popular is because it's clear communication. Like it is literally kind of, you know, and where does the best sex come from? I think it comes from clearly communicating, you know, your needs and desires with your partner or partners, right? And so I'm a, I'm a really fierce advocate for that and finding your own voice. I've heard like amazing stories from from some of my listeners where they have spoke about how this has helped them kind of gain their own confidence in being able to ask for what they want, for what they need. There was one follower who, you know, I started getting into a conversation, got into conversations with them about, she wanted to know like, oh, look, I'd love to be able to like, you know, talk like this and maybe get my, my husband to talk like this, but I just don't know how to broach it. And I was like, well, look, when you start trying to talk about it, you can provide my audios as like, oh, look, this is the kind of thing that I really enjoy and that I'd also like to explore. Use my audios as like an educational tool. And like, you know, it was like a, a month, six weeks later, and she, she messaged me back and just going, thank you so much. I'm having the best sex of my life. And he's really into this. And he's like, I hear like little bits he takes from your audios as like trying them out. On, and I'm just like, this is amazing. And, you know, it, she was like, I'm finally having the sex that I've always wanted to have. And, you know, she'd been in like this, she'd been married for like six, seven years and had never felt brave enough to just kind of go, well, but this is what I want. So yeah, it does happen. And I think it's, you know, words are, they're really, really powerful. And communication is essential. Like it's so essential when it comes to having great sex. And so if my audios can kind of, you know, open that door for you to find your own voice and then that's amazing. That's brilliant. I love that. Absolutely. And I mean, like I think to all the times that like I've had sex and, you know, I've had guys, for example, that come in my ear and right as I'm coming, they're like, good girl or something like that. And it just like sends me. And, you know, but usually like many of them, like I've had to ask for it and be like, I really like when I hear good girl like in bed or whatever. And then they know and then they like they add it, incorporate it. And that just like takes the sex to the next level. And so but I agree, people struggle with that, you know, voicing the things that they want or sometimes they don't even know. So like maybe in listening to you and like, yeah, then they discover they're like, oh, I like this. I didn't know I liked this. And then they can go communicate that to their partner. So like, yeah, I'm all for content that helps people like explore, you know, themselves and what they want. And then maybe like even go a step further and give them the tools to also go seek that, you know, and, and find ways to like incorporate it into their sex life. So that's phenomenal. This reminds me of... Just the other day, actually, I was having dinner with my main dude. And when he and I first started out having sex, it was that audio part of our top bottom dom sub where Vocal. he was just so good at the dirty talk and like everything about it, the frequency in which he used it, the specific words that he chose, like it was perfect and it drew me in and it like just changed. It made me want to get into BDSM more. And that's how I got more into my journey. And I absolutely loved it. And it was funny because once he and I got away from being dom sub and just because it wasn't working out for us. And then fast forward like eight months later, he and I were having the discussion the other day. He's like, well, what dirty talk do you want? And I was like, do you not remember what you used to say to me, you know, when we first started out? Because it was magical. Like it was absolutely magical and I loved it. And he was like, oh yeah. And I was like, just go back to doing that. <laughs> and I mean, for me, it was like game changing. So yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think people forget like, you know, sex is supposed to, you know, awaken the senses and, you know, the ears listening. That is one of our senses. Like a hundred percent. Me personally, right? Like I think it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. And there are so many like ways you can explore that fun and that adventure like so like yeah i am a writer and i love words i've always i've always been very conscious of the power of them right like how like a poem can move you to tears it's is the same way that like words and words alone i love turning people on just with words like just by speaking no nothing else no touch no nothing like just it feels like magic to me it feels like a form of magic but yeah like i agree like why we're so kind of like we can be so caught up in just the physical aspect of sex but there are so many different places to play and so yeah i mean like sitting across from your partner at a dinner and just going i'm gonna make you soaking wet with my words right now you know that's such a fun and fun thing to do like a little challenge like it's a you, you get to play with it so yeah i think like i love the fact that you know through my audio people may open a door to like oh yeah the oral possibilities you know what can i do in that space I love that. Kimi and I both, we always read a lot of erotica. So I feel like for me, a lot of my journey with like dirty talk came from, you know, reading because obviously like, you know, an author, when they're trying to convey like a dirty scene, like they have to use words and they have to use description. So like so many of the things that I say in bed, I've gotten from like books that I've read and, and things like that. And so you know, I definitely think like the the writing and the and then the vocal piece can really help. But what I wanted to ask was, or well, actually, let me backtrack a little bit, kind of on that thought a little bit. I'm always so surprised, you know, when I use some of those things that people say, and then the reaction that I get because there are guys that are like, you know, or even like in text, like you know, we're not even physically together, and I'm texting them something, and they read that, and they're like, oh man, that did something to me you know, like the way that you say things. And so I agree, like it can be such a, like take it apart from the physical. It can be something that you do like outside of the bedroom to just like get their mind in like a headspace where they're thinking more about like sex. And like really the foreplay can start at any time. I remember on one episode, the girl that we interviewed, she said she was like, your brain is your biggest sex organ. Yes. You know, because if you get your mind there, your body's going to follow. A hundred percent. Yeah. But my question was actually, have you ever done any content where it's like instructional for two people to incorporate into the bedroom? No, but funny, funny you mention it because it's some, there's a, there's a couple of little projects I'm working on at the moment. I'm one of these ridiculous people. Like if I'm not being creative in some way, shape or form, like I lose my mind. Like I've got, I've got way too many projects on the go. Like one, I'm writing a radio. It's kind of like an old school radio play. That's like an erotic radio play. And this is with a friend because I guess we watched the, what's that um, BDSM film that, that was um, the Romanian one, 365 Days, whatever it was. I don't know if you saw oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
we watched it together and we both are BDSM heads and we were just like, this is terrible. This is so bad. Like we can write something better than this. And so we started workshopping something that is kind of character driven and kind of upending a lot of like the BDSM tropes, like especially the, oh, the the woman who knows nothing and needs to be rescued by the rich man. So that's kind of interesting because we've started to incorporate kind of elements of my audio into that and it's kind of a two-person thing which is interesting and then yeah there's some other instructional audios i've started playing with you know also because i hear a lot that my audios have been used as kind of like this tool right like i've given it to my partner to go hey this is this is what i like so i have started making these audios that are supposed to be listened to with your partner yeah I, i'm still workshopping them at the moment but i really like where they're going I, I i hope they're a little different to what i've done in the past so yeah we'll see what happens i like that yeah like i said you know so many people struggle with that piece of it the dirty talk and everything so like if maybe there's you know at least in the beginning something like that like your content that they can use as a tool to kind of help them like maybe you know they have like one recording in their ears and then they have another recording in theirs and so like they're hearing different things but you're like telling yeah. them like hey say this and then like you know the other person like respond with what you like or you know something like that like might take a little bit of work to put that together but i think that would be so cool and help so many people just because i know like a lot of the guys at least that i've hooked up with they say that like they really struggle with dirty talk and like they don't know what to say and they feel awkward saying it. So like, you know, I think sometimes if they had like a guide in that way, maybe it'd help. Completely. Um, and and it's, it's interesting what we're talking about before is because I think if it can start outside of the bedroom, Right. Like it, it's it isn't kind of like this, this sharp, like, oh, all of a sudden we're you know, I've got to talk, talk dirty. Right. Like, I think if you can indulge and play with it in the flirting, like in the foreplay the flirting beforehand, it isn't this kind of like sharp, like, oh, God, what do I say? Like that gradual progression, I think, can really help when it comes to talking dirty and not feeling awkward about it. And then after a while, you just it becomes like second nature. I think like you become confident with it. You don't feel like kind of, you know, self-aware about it. So yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I agree. I'm going to just out myself and say, I think I suck at phone sex and <laughs> dirty texting. <laughs> I feel like I need to get so much better at it. See, so my husband and I were long distance. So like I had to get, yeah. it, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> That's super interesting because I think that's where it actually began for me as well because I, I was in a long-distance relationship probably like over just 10 years ago. And that's where, for me, I realized like, well, we have to kind of connect sexually in a different way when it is over text and when it's when it's on the phone. And as a writer, like I really enjoyed like writing like the perfect set of messages that I knew were, were turning her on. And so, yeah, I, that's funny. I hadn't thought about it, but that's probably where it really began for me as well is was that long distance relationship because it does. It forces you to think about things in a different way. Mm -hmm. And then like if you have to, you know, like have video sex or phone sex, like, you know, then yeah, you, you're you basically becoming that person for them, like to, to give them the instructions yeah. or whatever, however that looks like. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I think there are, there are lots of ways to go about learning the dirty talk and, and how to like master phone sex and whatnot. But I 
long distance relationships. Maybe that's really like the number one teacher for a lot of people. <laughs> and then that's all you have. And maybe the pandemic, you know, with so many people, like you said, your friend that needed the audio and, and everything, like maybe that's what started it for other people as well. Wait, so before the pandemic, did you do any like erotic writing? No, 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 no erotic writing. Yeah, before the pandemic, before this started, like I explored power dynamics. I'd explored, you know, kink and BDSM. Um, But I'd never really, I'd never made anything and put it out there. There's definitely kind of sex scenes in some of the stories that I've written, but it was never erotica. Like I, it's funny because yeah, like I, you know, one of my friends was like a, you know, she's wrote like a lot of fan fiction and was on like, you know, light radica and, and all of those forums. And, and she was like, you know, she's like, how dare you, how dare you take up the, <laughs> and you, how do you, you've not got any history in this. And then all of a sudden you've, you've got all these millions of listens, <laughs> but yeah, never, never, never had anything. I'm like, holy cow, it really just came naturally to you. I think that really shows your knack for it, your passion and your skill. I think it's faded and I think it's, you know. Faded for sure. You found your calling. <laughs> yeah, you really did. <laughs> At least you. to me, like the impression that I'm getting from all this, like, and just like the way you speak about it, the way you, everything, like in, in, in this discussion, like it tells me that like this is. This was fate. This was your path. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm you. curious in your BDSM exploration, I know you go by ASMR daddy. Are you a daddy dom? What kind of dynamics do you like to explore? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely kind of changed and evolved over the years. I'm not wedded to anything, I guess. Like I think a lot of people kind of hear my audio and go, well, that just must be it must, must just be daddy dom and that and nothing else, right? But it, look, that's very much what I align myself with and really identify with, especially at the moment. It's the dynamics I enjoy and have in my life, but they're not the only ones as well, you know? Like, So yeah, it, but definitely kind of that dominant is what I, I've, I've really been enjoying and, and exploring, especially like the last five years. In terms of your BDSM journey, I always like to, I'm always curious to hear what people's like introduction to it was or like, you know, any like defining moments that really like got them into BDSM. <laughs> it's almost similar to the audio where it was an older woman when I was in my kind of mid twenties who really introduced me to it. And she was amazing. Like another great reason why we should all just listen to women, right? She saw that like there were like elements of what I was like um, sexually and, but she was so confident in what, what she wanted to explore. And she was like, look, you know, I can see that you have potential. <laughs> she was like, cause I, I guess I, I had started exploring kind of the dirty talk back then. But she really kind of introduced me to BDSM and to, you know, I think Impact Play was kind of the f- first stuff that um, she introduced me into. But, you know, she was so educated and wise and gave me, like, really kind of e- explained, you know, like, you've got to take this seriously and, and spoke about power dynamics and and the importance of trust and vulnerability and communication. And and, and it wasn't just, like, straight into kind of, you know, the leather and the, the, <laughs> the action, you know. It was really kind of, it's something you have to really think about and take your time with and you shouldn't do any of this and unless you know there is that trust and there's that vulnerability so yeah an older woman when i was in my 20s was the one who really kind of you know opened the door to me and this entire world that's amazing yeah it definitely helps like in bdsm you know when you have a good mentor and one that definitely like truly appreciates like the art of it 
you know, in their introduction. That's definitely what my doms have been for me. You know, in the past, I definitely had other people that kind of topped me or, you know, it kind of skirted the lines of like dominance and submission, but they're really the ones that helped me like see it for the art and kind of approach it from that aspect. And it's made like my BDSM journey and like the way that I connect with and everything, like just so much more like meaningful and, and deep, I would say. Yeah. I love age play. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so what do you do in your scenarios? Like, do you do a lot of like, I know you mentioned kind of the, the more like daddy dom stuff, like the age play, like what other dynamics do you bring into your content as well? I'm curious. Yeah, there's a little bit of everything. So, I mean, in that kind of dom subspace, I, I kind of, you know, like I, I, I listen to the community and try to like go, oh, okay, like you want some age play stuff, I can, you know, bring that in there. Like, you know, like I've got I've got audios that are like just impact play, right? Where like I've literally left like massive welts on my thighs where I'm like, all right, well, I don't have anyone here, so I'm spanking myself, you know. I've got a couple of partners who uh, we record like our like actual scenes and so it's just the audio of those so there's like some in real life stuff that's like weave throughout it as well but yeah like I'm, I'm always trying to to listen and to what like the community wants and what they want to hear and so and I will try to incorporate you know oh, okay I'm gonna note that I'll put it on like a little notepad and then I'll keep it in the back of my head and then if when I feel like I'm when I'm in the mood I'll be like okay yes I'm gonna let that's a good one to kind of do right now grab the microphone phone and off and away i love that i had never i and i was actually curious um but you answered the question already that you do some with impact play because at least for me that's one of the big turn-ons about impact play is not only like the feeling of it but like the sound that yes. whack yeah exactly yep. and like how different tools have different sounds for example yes. you know so like every time i do impact play with my doms they usually blindfold me and then like i can guess what tool they're using based on like the feel of it and the sound yeah. of it the anticipation. <laughs> oh. too. Yeah. So I, I, I love that kind of connection and that like, you know, you incorporate that into the sound as well, because I would have to go listen to some of these. I was like, going to say, yeah. I'm a true believer now. <laughs> I need to give it a shot. <laughs> Join the Patreon so I can like, listen. <laughs> So there are some that like require like extra audio production as well. So like there are ones where like, I want this specific scene and it's like, I want us at a restaurant and then um, I get in trouble and you, you have your way with me in the back of a taxi. And I'm like, can I do this? I'm like, all right, well, this is a challenge. Let's see if I can do this. And I record it, but then I like, I do all of like the sounds behind it. You know, the, like the sound of like the city and the sounds of a busy restaurant. And like, there are somewhere people, there's like, there's a teacher one that, a lot of people are very mad at me about because I've done a part one, but I haven't done the part two where, you know, oh, the, I get called into the professor's office. And so, like, same deal. It's like the sound of closing doors and the sound of, like, students on the other side of the office. So these, these ones that have, like, audio production as well, which, again, I never thought <laughs> I would be doing audio production for this, but yeah, they exist out there as well. Amazing. I love that. Also, I had a rendezvous with the teacher's assistant before, so I'll go listen into that teacher one. (laughs) This was in college. No, but yeah, that does sound like a whole production. And I'm sure that, do you have to edit a lot? Like, or is it just like you just kind of do it? It's so funny. So I often say this, that, 
I'm the same, right? I hate the sound of my own voice. I hate editing because it, it literally, I'm just like, I can't listen to myself for like 20 minutes, like just ramble on. Like this is, I can't think of anything worse. And so like the way I edit now is if I, if there's a mistake, I'll just like peek the audio out as high as possible. And so when I'm uh, like actually editing it, I can just go, all right, I just need to take that little part there and delete it. I try to not edit at all because I just hate listening to my voice. <laughs> there was one I made at the end of last year, which hilariously I got a cease and desist for because it was a choose your own adventure. So literally I did these scenarios where you can choose whether you're going to be a good girl or a bad girl. And then you could choose how you respond to me and you have to like fast forward in the audio to a particular part, depending on what you chose. That was a nightmare to do because I had to edit so much. And I just like the whole audio goes for like an hour and a half, but you know, you've got to pick and choose where you go in the actual audio, but listening to myself for that long was just terrible. But yeah, I ended up getting a cease and desist from Choose Your Own Adventure, the actual books, because it's copyrighted. And they're like, yeah, you're going to have to rename this or delete it. So I'm like, oh no, <laughs> my, my, one of my favorite childhood book companies has A, not only heard me be a deviant, but now they want to sue me. <laughs> <laughs> oh Wait, so did you change the name or did you like take it off? I think I, I changed it to like, pick your own ending or something. <laughs> yeah, I just... <laughs> pick your own fun. <laughs> same same energy, but not not the classic choose your own adventure. That's wow. Actually, I think I saw a post about that on your stories once, now that I think about it. Yeah. Did you post that on your Instagram? <laughs> yeah. There was something equal parts like sad but happy. I'm like, oh, choose your own adventure, know about me. It's like, oh no, choose your own adventure, know about me. <laughs> <laughs> But also, can I just say you have a very soothing, warm, and comforting voice. So, mm. no reason to hate it because you sound phenomenal. Yeah. Smooth like, and silky. Thank you very yes, much. Smooth and smooth silky. And yeah. silky. Yeah. yeah. TM. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm curious, where do you hope to take ASMR Daddy? You know, I know you said you've got some other projects in the works, but like, what's your grand vision for it? I probably should have more of a grander vision than I do. It's funny. I, it actually got to a point last year where I like I, it could have become like a full-time gig, I guess, because it's not. Like this is literally just something I do on the side. I've got my like my actual job and other projects that I do. I got really concerned about Oh, like if this became my job, would I enjoy it as much? Like would all of a sudden it become a chore? Would it become performative? You know, like I, I've experienced that with my writing, right? Like I, I stopped writing for a long time because writing was what I did at work. And when I came home, I was just like, the last thing I wanted to do was, was write. Like the job, capitalism kind of, you know, took the fun out of it. And I'm kind of in a position at the moment where I've I've reconnected with writing. Like I'm writing a book at the moment because, you know, I never have, I'm always doing too many things. Um, and I'm enjoying it so much. Like it's, it's really reignited that passion I have for writing. It's like, oh my God, this is why I started doing this in the first place. This is amazing. And so, like, I do, like, I worry about that with this. I I love this so much. It's so fun. It's connected me with this amazing community of, of creatives and sex workers and artists. And and I really value that. And I, I worry if all of a sudden it's like, oh, better clock on and do an audio porn today, <laughs> that it'll take that fun and, and that enjoyment out of it. So I'm really just kind of rolling with the punches and seeing where it takes me. Um, I hope that... 
I can kind of keep building the community around it because that's been one of the things I've really found the most rewarding. Like the Discord is is this beautiful place where it started giving birth to like other projects as well. Like there are two girls who met on there, one from Australia, one from like America, who became like best friends and they started a podcast together, which I was just like, this is brilliant. And like, I, you know, I helped like helped in a little way in terms of like, I did one of like an interview with them and helped out with some artwork and stuff. Like there've been like women on there who have like literally connected in real life, like have become friends and connected on real life and met each other. And, and it is, it's like, I, I think it's a really important thing to provide spaces for community and connection like that. Because yeah, like I, you know, I, I remember like my kind of first forays into kink and trying to find community here in Australia. And I, I didn't, I never really found it. And I also found it very kind of male dominated, a very male dominated space. And that always, I always have concerns about that, especially when you throw in kind of playing with power dynamics, right? And so building a space for a lot of them are just uh, are submissive women, but, you know, a lot of people kind of just exploring kink in general and trying to find what it is they're into, you know, creating that space where a safe space where they can connect and have those conversations and, and find out what it is. I, I think that's an important thing to do as a cis white man, you know, who I have these privileges, you know? So yeah, I, I think just kind of like, you know, keep building that community and continue being kind of a, you know, breaking down those misconceptions that are around BDSM and kink and power dynamics as well. I think that is something I want to keep doing also because yeah, like, you know, I see a lot of younger people coming into kink and wanting to explore it, but having a very superficial view of it. It's like, oh, you've seen a few like rough and degrading videos on Pornhub and all of a sudden you're a dom. It's like, no, 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 no. Okay. Let's slow down. Like you need to kind of like, you know, educate yourself about this space and and make sure that you are coming into it with the, the right intentions and that it has to start with clear communication, has to start with vulnerability, has to start with trust, you know. So I'm a real fierce advocate of pointing out toxic masculinity in kink in general when I see it and going, hey, this is not the way to go about it. Like you need to approach this with patience. You need to approach this with care. I love that. And it speaks to also, you know, the type of dominant that you are as well. So I'm all for good representation of what a dominant should be and is supposed to look like. And, you know, I, I'm glad to see that, that like, or at least, you know, in the spaces that I've been in, you know, so many good doms that really like emphasize the, you know, the care and the, you know, kind of like we were talking earlier, the art of it and, and make sure that they're approaching it from the right way, from a healthy masculine place. I love that. But also I really liked what you said about like, in terms of, you know, your connection to ASMR daddy in this journey, wanting to make sure that it stays balanced, it stays as something that like feels natural for you and, and not forcing it. And I think for all creators, it's good to find that balance and make sure that we kind of like we had said earlier about like the authenticity, like the authenticity will come from when you stay true to yourself and like, don't force it from a place of like capitalism or, you know, whatever. So if your choice is to just continue with it and see what comes and feels natural as you progress through it, like, I think that's a wonderful vision for it. Yeah. I think sometimes we can get so like, so caught up on like where, like, oh, where do you want to take it? But it's like, 
enjoy the journey now. Like this is, this is like right now is like so amazing. Like I never thought in a thousand years that there'd be, you know, two amazing creators from the other side of the world who know about me and are interested in, in hearing about my take on, on these things and who are just as creative and brilliant as well, you know, like, but yet here we are, like the universe has brought us together. So yeah, I think like sometimes you, you know, enjoy the journey, enjoy where you're at now. Well, I was going to say, I, I think the community part is so important. And, you know, I especially love hearing that, like your discord and how you're building community is helping like women connect and other people connect. And I think that is, that's amazing because like, I love facilitating, you know, especially new connections with people, you know, whether they're connecting on BDSM or non-monogamy, whatever, like I love seeing other people connect. So I think that's really great. I know I'm gonna have to check out Discord because like TikTok and Instagram, Instagram, maybe a little bit more, but like social media doesn't always have as much opportunity for community Mm. to build, you know, at least maybe Facebook groups does, but like Instagram, not a whole lot and TikTok, not a whole lot. So like we got to check out Discord for sure. We'll join your Discord. (laughs) Yeah, no, like I'll I'll send you an an invite to it so you can have a little look and poke around and meet some people. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Yay! That'd be great. Well, those are all the questions that we have. Honestly, this was an absolute treasure. So thank you so much for taking the time to do this with us today. I hope our listeners get something out of this. I definitely took a lot away from this. And I hope people can resonate with it and find you and maybe, you know, join your communities or, um, you know, enjoy your content. So thank you for everything that you do for, you know, not only BDSM, but also you know, sex work and sex content in general. And right back at you both, because look, I've been a fan for a while. I think you do such an important service to the community in terms of educating, in terms of speaking openly, in terms of just breaking down like like so many of the uh, the walls that people have around communicating about sex like openly and honestly and it's yeah your podcast is a beautiful thing to listen to and i i feel really special being on an episode so thank you well, thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> well, no, really, I you seem like a wonderful creator and I can't wait for people to more people to discover your content because, you know, I will definitely be championing for people to go check out your content. It's I think what people need, you know, this And I want to be thing. putting my headphones in soon and listening. Yes, and probably <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> um, <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> so, thank you. <laughs> Well, please plug yourself in. Yeah, let us know where people can find you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, a great place to start, I guess, is Instagram. So it's free underscore ASMR underscore daddy. You can find kind of all my links there. But yeah, you can also find me on Pornhub. There's a lot of just free content there. That's an amazing place just to kind of dive into the content and start having an explore. And then, yeah, if you like what you hear and you'd, you'd like to kind of, you know, support the art, you can always find me on Patreon. And if you jump in there, there's, you get to join a, an amazing kind of community over on the Discord and, and connect with, yeah, just some absolutely stunning human beings who I adore, you know, jumping online and, and, and having 
having a chat to and um, learning from as well. So, yeah, that's me. Awesome. Lovely. Well, everybody, yes, thank you, ASMR Daddy, and thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Please go listen to some audio porn and be present. So I think that's my takeaway for sure, especially when it comes to sensual pleasure. So yeah, wear condoms unless you're masturbating. Have fun. (laughs) 